It can't be that bad, oh, 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 it can't be that bad. Oh, there you go. Do you think you'd be a good politician, Matt? No. At all? I don't think so. He can't tell a lie. But you have, like, no, the gift of like gab. That. But he yeah, can't I can tell gab, a lie. but I can't lie. Like he can't that. hold a secret. Uh, I'd laugh. I'm a, a terrible secret holder. Honestly, but if you were to laugh during... Uh, a political speech you might win the crowd over this guy's likable this guy's honest you know when when i had did speeches like laughing was definitely my my route to success uh-huh um but yeah i couldn't i couldn't hold together that long you know they do like 20 minute monologues you could oh they do 20 minutes yeah, oh, they yeah, did, yeah. No, like to lie extensively for a minute straight would be i'd laugh imagine I'd lying break. for your whole career well that too that too do you think mm-hmm. you could do stand-up comedy mm-hmm I've never tried, so I, I don't know. Probably, probably, uh, probably not. Mm. Probably not. Would but, you be um, willing to like bomb the first like few times? In order oh, to for get... sure, absolutely. Because that's just like that's just part of it. I just I can't wait for the world to open up again because I want to do open mics and I can't wait to bomb again. That sounds great. Yeah, you Is are that... the bomb. I'd love to see that. <laughs> so you want? <laughs> I'd love, love to, to see, see you bomb. bomb. Absolutely. Yeah, but if I were to bomb, I don't want you guys to be in the crowd and give me any pity laughs. Nor do I want you guys to like be aggressive and boo. Mm, I don't at think me. you can ask that out of this guy. I think he'd just be like boo. No, very supportive. You've seen me bomb once. Well, yes, you've seen me bomb multiple times. Yes, and we were oh. very supportive of each other. We okay. didn't give each other any pity laughs, but we were smiling in the dark in the back. Here's the thing: is you can't be the only one laughing. Mm, true. Yeah. You, um, you're going to sound very weird. It's going to be forced. Um, that's why you got to play in front of a drunk crowd. Mm, the drunker, the better. Yeah. And the more uh, people. No, 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 no. Not the drunker, the better. There is a level of cutoff. The Philadelphia line. The what? The Philadelphia line. You know, like Bill Burr was talking about, like how he went off in Philadelphia when he was stand up. He was just like, oh, you guys are Eagles fans. And then he's like, boo. I don't know. But he tore up the crowd. He like, you know, he does the Bill Burr thing. Well, because he's good. He could play with any crowd. Yeah. Great story. Yeah. I, I, I try. Um, welcome, 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 everybody. Hey, welcome to another episode of ICBTB's Highly Irrelevant. We have a, uh, a new guest here with us today. Yes. Uh, we, we, might, we might have him back, but we may not. Let's see what happens. And if he looks vaguely familiar... That you you have the right train of thought because he should look vaguely familiar. Do you see that facial structure? Uh, you've seen that nose before. You've seen that uh, facial hair. You've seen the s- similar the sunglasses. Hair, yes. yeah. um, do you want to introduce our very special guest today? No, go ahead. Oh, you want me to do it? Yeah, do you do it? All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have in the building our very own Matthew Middleton, hey. the brother of Alejandro Middleton, aka Brown B. Oh man, Brown Thank B. You throwing it back. That's a back. cool nickname, though, Brown B. Yeah, that can was you break my. It down uh, for us? That was my rap name, if if you could believe it. That's uh, cool. I can believe it. I thought I was cool. You know, we were all nineteen once. Uh huh. You were rapping at the age of nineteen. I think that's when most rappers like start Pop off. Oh man, yeah, we had Fruity Loops, and we were trying to uh, make some songs. It didn't come out the greatest. But Did it was SoundCloud a good time. exist at the time? No, ah. I don't think so. So what were you doing to promote your rap career? At Straight time? to YouTube. Straight to YouTube. and That's the way to do it. Yeah. yeah. Actually, that's when YouTube was fresh. So I think if you had been consistent if with it. If would have been any good. I mean, absolutely. <laughs> Rate yourself as a rapper from like uh, from that time from a skill of 1 to 10. In comparison to other people who never released music? <laughs> <laughs> In comparison to Eminem. Oh man! So then, if he's like the ten, yes, we would be like a one. I don't know, like we're at this. We're at the start. 
some of the beats are really great. Some of the beats are are not so great. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, it was it was it was a good time. What would you rap about? It's parties. Nice. I don't know. Like I know it's very Asher Roth of you. Absolutely, that was our generation, man. He was in college. <laughs> and we were in college. So, <laughs> who's your favorite rapper and who you look look up to? I like uh, I like Common, but only his first two albums, and I like Asher Roth, and mm-hmm. I also think um, I also think this new guy Kid Cudi's kind of good, bro. I think this is a I think this is a good time for for rap music, honestly. Oh man, that's very two thousand and eight of you. The second renaissance of rap is now. <laughs> the second renaissance of rap. Um, when I was in high school, Alejandro seen it a few times. I would get myself into rap battles, and I have I've no seen it clue. multiple times. Yeah, and I was not good at all. I would just well, come no. up with like weird punchlines. No, you were good. You think so? You had like what what little Dicky made popular. You had the the joke rhymes before like mm. anybody had really figured it out. Oh, right, because there was when rap first came out, it was like Humpty with a big nose and like stupid jokes and like right. will smith over here with jazzy jeff doing dumb things and then it got really hard for a minute it got real real with like nwa and like tupac was talking about like killing your mama and shit like that uh and then like it came back around to like dance vibes now we like own the clubs now because now we got some money and like, now, music. like now we can afford cocaine so all our music's like and then now we're into like mumble rap and i'm not really sure where that now that's kind of where you come in again because you like gross music um and then all the time but uh, but yeah, so it kind of like it kind of just it's a it's a cycle. And so somewhere in that cycle, I was a tentpole of rap. Well, there, yeah, because for a very small blip, there was like the return of comedy rap, like Lil Dicky's first album. You know what I mean? And but like, Lil Dicky did it well because Lil Dicky has the flow, the delivery, and the uh, voice, the voice, and yeah. like also the comedic aspect of it. Uh, do you remember anything from your uh, old raps? Can you give us like, a Oh, no. Could I give you bars right now? No. You don't have to no. give us like... We'll find it and edit it in. You can find it and edit it in, yeah. It, it's out there. It's on YouTube. Wait, really? Oh, yeah. After this episode, you could send me a clip of it and I could edit into this episode. Absolutely. See the girls all around. Yeah, they be shocking. Yeah, you know what's up next? The bed be rocking. What you doing tomorrow? Is it, would you say, as the kids say, fire? Uh, um, It's an ember. It's an ember. You just turned the stove on. Like, I'm not completely embarrassed about it unless, like, you know, a billion people see it. So, well, that's the best part. If a billion people see it, then you've made it, buddy. Yeah, yeah honestly, that's the goal that that's everything we're trying for. And that's what you don't want. Not for that. Not. What did you want to be when you were growing up? A rapper. Legit. Like, ever um, since you were a kid? No. No. I no, don't no. know. That was, that, that was a month. moment. That was an eight month period. Um, no, I guess I, I wanted to be a chef, you know, kind of going along cool. with later but uh yeah i kind of wanted to be a chef and i wanted Shut to the fuck up so sorry. no it's okay don't look at me like that <laughs> no, Mom, it's okay. no um, he did always want to be uh, a chef even like cooking do you remember eddie's million dollar cook-off from on the disney channel disney yes channel movie yes that's matt's favorite movie because he wished he My was eddie favorite movie okay but it was a good movie <laughs> is it not your favorite movie it was i wouldn't say, of the disney channel movies is brink your favorite disney channel oh, movie? brink is close that's that's right there, I, is it smart house Definitely not Smart House. Oh, that was Definitely a good not one, Smart though. House. No. Maybe Luck of the Irish, though. Those are the same Luck guy, of right? the Irish. Speaking of. So is that your favorite Luck of the Irish, or did you just throw that out to try and out-Disney me? I just tried to out-Disney you, but. Uh, because it's really Brink. We know. I, it's I, really Brink. I or was Brink. it that one movie where the older brother from Boy Meets World, Eric, dates uh, the, the daughter pres- of the, the president? Yeah. Oh, uh, that one was pretty first good. First daughter. Yes, I'm good. dating the president's my date, daughter. My date with the president's daughter. Legit, that entire sentence Will was the Friedel, title of Will Friedel is actually Will, one of go. the was a great actor and voice actor that oh. is un, underutilized in Hollywood. The voice actor of Ron Stoppable. Yes, yeah. sir. The most famous Disney Channel couple out there. Were they a couple? 
like I mean the entire however many seasons it ran for they were kind of just like edging us for it to happen eventually I think they did kiss once and they were like okay mm. we can turn the show off now it's like um Bones remember that show Bones no it was like oh yeah they're gonna fuck and like they never did and then finally in one season they did and you're like nah I don't is that the guy who's like anymore. the seal now he's a seagull now he plays that show that's like oh yeah he is like a, a navy, navy seal, seal? Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 you're okay, right you're okay, right okay. I was imagining like a water world seal uh, the or, animal yeah. he is now he turned into a seal <laughs> so I was like oh I didn't oh. which that's a highly uh, dramatized action to be turned into animals no 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 I'm just saying like the show he went from the like, same show oh. to the same show <laughs> just now he's a seal do you ever forget yeah. when people are on a show and you like get locked in on them as one character and then suddenly like remember when this guy was like Brian Cranston like sometimes I'll get so into Breaking Bad and then people be like <laughs> remember when he was Malcolm's dad and you're like what the fuck Fuck. And yeah. it, like your brain like kind of grinds gears for a second. You're like that. That is Malcolm's dad. Well, mm-hmm. that was the alluring aspect for me. I was like, oh shit, that's Hal from uh, Malcolm in the Middle, and he's playing this chemistry teacher I gone think, drug dealer. I think you're Absolutely. a good guy. I just don't love you. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. uh, originally it was supposed to be. Who hit me? Uh, who was the original Inspector Gadget? Ma- uh, Matthew Broderick. It was supposed to be Matthew Broderick, and then Matthew Broderick uh, <sighs> turned the role down. And so Brian Cranston was the second choice, and I'm so glad they went with Brian Cranston. Absolutely, I couldn't see. I love Matthew Broderick. I couldn't see him. Who knows? A lot of people probably couldn't see Brian Cranston playing. He's a good character actor. I guess he does Broadway and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, so it's possible. I mean, a lot of these comedic actors actually have the talent to have that kind of range Mm -hmm. because comedy. I I believe comedy is way more difficult than drama. For sure. What is comedy is like tragedy, but with timing. I yes. think is that what you told me, mm-hmm. or someone told me that. No, that's what I said. That's my quote. Okay. Uh, Write it down, please. Look it up. Please do. It's Not. trademarked, and if you use it, you gotta pay Alex a, a pretty penny. And one penny is how much it costs. Mm. There you go. Um, You're not making that much money, buddy. It's it's not about the money. It's about the art. And it's also not about the art. It's about Matt, who is in the guest uh, seat right now. Way to bring it back. Yo, so welcome, dude. Um, You have not been on the show before. No. Uh, You are the brother of one of the hosts here. Yes. And I'm super excited to have you here. Can you tell the baddies a little bit about yourself before we continue? Sure. Yeah, Uh, sometimes when people are nobodies, uh, we like to ask them to do a slate. And so let's get your name, your height, your age, uh, your social security number, your driver's license and home address, your mother's maiden name, uh, and then we'll go from there. All right. Um, well, my name is Matthew Middleton. I am the brother of Alejandro, and I love your show. I watch oh, it. Uh, thanks, dude. Watch it weekly. So you're definitely a baddie over here. Thank you, man. And you're sporting one of our shirts, which I'm very Absolutely. appreciative of. Absolutely. It looks good on you, Gotta dude. Gotta rock the merch. Your you entire look- family has shirts. We do. We do. We, we usually get the first issue. Hopefully, it's in the mail. <laughs> we get it a couple of days after we see it. You guys are special. I yeah. am horrible at mailing things. In fact, I have a box in my trunk that I should have mailed in December. Oh, very nice. What are you mailing into who? Ooh, it's what? okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We'll talk about it off mic. So you guys all have shirts. Uh, if you guys ever go to Disneyland, I expect nothing Ooh, less of you guys to all, all matching be shirts. matching. Of course. You got to go family rock. You know, the whole time when you go to like big places like Disneyland, same uh, shirt, family that, vacation. That is your move, huh? And huh? that's where we differ because I hate Middleton's 2000. I hate the matching shirt thing at Disneyland. I think it's so hack. I've had to do it before. It's whatever, I know, man. I know a lot of people who do it. We have a lot of good close friends who do it. Yeah. Um, but I still think it's hack. Yeah. Well, I mean, but just enjoy yourself. Would you, you rather know, do exactly. like the dapper days where you have to dress up and like? I'd like to go and see other people dressed up, but I mean, and we have friends who do dapper days and they do it beautifully. But uh, 
that's the thing though is i don't know if i could do it as good as them so I would like to go with them and enjoy the moment without feeling like I have to overplay them. Well, it depends on what day of the year are we going to mm. Disneyland to dress mm. up all dapper. Because if I'm wearing June like... June 28th. If I'm wearing more than one layer... Yeah, if it's June 28th and it's in the peak time of summer, right. fuck no, I'm going in a tank top. I'm not going to be wearing it's a hot. bow tie, yeah. a button-up, and a blazer. I'm uh, scared to go back now, and I don't mean to bring this up, in fact... I don't really, and I'm, I'm regretting even saying this now, but I've kind of already kind of gone too deep. I want to go to Disneyland and wear a tank top, but I'm afraid I have my tattoos to scare kids. We can cut that out later. You think your tattoos are going to scare children? Next topic. Was That's it actually, because you got a pirate tattoo? As soon as I heard it, I was like, as soon as I said it in my head, I was like, don't bring this up, Alex. You're being a douche. You're just trying to bring up your tattoo and be a, a douchebag about it. Can I just plug my tattoo for a real quick I second, I just can't guys? stop looking at it. You it's love a pirate tattoo? tattoo? I love all of my tattoos equally. Um, but I love the pirate one the most. You really just like dug this hole for you that hey. wasn't even there. No, I just hey, you handed yourself the shovel right here, opportunity right here, boys. Yeah, <laughs> and you, I mean, you could have brought up your tattoo super nonchalant, and we wouldn't have like really. But I knew it was gonna it. be bad. I knew like it was gonna come off bad. So like the only way for me to make it come out was to address it. Yeah. Do you have any tattoos, Matt? I do not. Ah. Do you have any plans for any tattoos, I would Matt? love multiple tattoos. But... Matt has some stupid idea where he thinks his first uh, tattoo will be a three-quarter sleeve. Oh, yeah. The first time he sits That's down. Great. It's going to look awesome if... Uh, if I could sit through it? He can't... Yeah, no, dude. I know you, man. I, How's I, your I, pain I tolerance, I feel like I have a pretty good pain tolerance. He fell off a bike once and made us all go home. Oh, yeah. We had to walk... Well, we were at Jack London and we had to walk all the way... Sorry, you guys broken, are missing so many details spring. of that story. You fell off of a bike once and made all of you guys go home? Well, so, there were just the two of us, so how much is all of us? It's like, I'm your brother, you're two. coming home with me. All two. Um, but, like, yeah, they used to have this little, like, jump. By the uh -huh. basketball by court? By the basketball courts, and so, like, I had my mountain bike or something, and, like, I went off and... <laughs> landed on my elbow uh-huh and then uh yeah just like limped the whole way home I'm like come on we're going <laughs> but also never broke a bone never right so no yeah never, never it was uh, just a bad fall yeah yeah i thought it was a completely different story you said he fell off of a bike once and made the rest of you go home in my head i imagined him <laughs> falling off a bike yelling at maybe five or six of you saying leave me alone you all go home <laughs> From like he like stayed at the park and sent us all back. This is my home. One time I got in a fight at that park and the kid beat my ass and then I came home and Matt was like, what happened to you? I was like, I got in a fight. And he's like, get in the car. We're going to go find this kid. That's what a bigger brother is for. Yeah, yeah. we didn't find the kid. No, we didn't. <laughs> but you tried. It's the effort. I mean, that kid probably dipped out because he just beat up another kid. He's not going to stay there. Well, well. You yeah, know I what? Know. Hey, everyone gets their ass beat once or twice in their life. How old were you? Eighth grade, seventh grade. Meaning, I was, yeah, I was gonna say middle school. How much older? You're like seven years older than this guy, right? Mm, six, six. Okay, six to five. five to six. Yeah, depending on the birthday. And you've always been like a bigger guy, so like I would feel safe. I mean, if you were there to protect. No, you're him. right. He's always been a huge man. Um, <laughs> I believe when you were a child, you weighed four hundred and seventy-two pounds. Four hundred, uh, four hundred and seventy-eight. Mm, nice. Man, that's, that's a, a number, thick boy. You yeah. want me? You're gonna want me to tell you this now because you're gonna hate it later. Pull your headphones up and comb your hair back real quick because you're oh, getting a little you bit so of an alpha. alpha. Yeah, see. See, I'm I a good brother. It. Wow. Do you want me to tell you, like, if you have, like, an alfalfa going on? Uh, Yeah, generally, but that's why I wear hats, too. Mm, I got bad hair. I got play. bad hat hair right now. Oh, I see. I worked earlier. For those of you who are listening, we are recording this at a weird time. Generally, we don't record it this time. No, we don't. Um, or but, on this uh, day, even. No, it's just, we're just making it work for you, Matthew. I appreciate it. Well, you know, you What's your guys' chemistry like? Because, like... I've, I mean, I've hung out with uh, Matt whenever he's been around, but like not to the point where I've really got to s witness your guys' chemistry as brothers. 
we have I know we do have a very interesting relationship because we have worked together at multiple jobs. Yep. Um, and we have worked in the same field in restaurants for a long time together. Um, but we were also raised with this idea of like when you're at work, you're at work. And like that's when you like focus and handle your business and do your job. And then like as soon as you leave, you can kind of hang out. And so I can remember one time vividly when we were both working at the Cheesecake Factory, we went outside and we were walking to our cars in the parking lot and we were with a th- – might have even been – uh, one of your friends who went with you to Yard House. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we were in the parking lot and we were smoking cigarettes out there and we started like hitting each other in the nuts or like doing stupid brother stuff. You know what I mean? And she was like, I've never seen you two act like this. And me and Matt were like, what? This is, this is how we act. She's like, no, like I've only ever seen you guys at work where I like run to the bar and I'll be like, I need like four Shirley Temples and like two smoothies that I didn't ring in. And Matt would be like, okay, you know, like <laughs> handle it or whatever. I, Cause I was really, really bad at serving tables when I first got the job at cheesecake. Yeah. Uh, and so he, if he wasn't there, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have made it through. So it, it was an interesting give and take that we had on the work floor. And then like, as soon as it was off, we were, now we're back to like flicking our cigarette butts at each other. And yep. like, you know, cause I haven't seen Shot that aspect. Beers. I mean, like, yeah, I'll see you guys poke fun at each other and whatnot, Yeah. but I don't, I've, don't think I've ever seen you guys sack tap each other. We'll do it on air later. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, um, there was a time when Matt wasn't driving either, and I would have to go pick him up from the Cheesecake Factory before even I started work there. Mm. And I would pick you up, and I would be sitting in the parking lot waiting for him to come out. And that's when I like started meeting people from the Cheesecake Factory before I even had a job there. I was already having friends there because we're pretty, we're both pretty personable people. Absolutely. Um, yeah, and- Matt's really good at. You're like really good at conversing or like really starting a conversation and seeing it through. Yeah. Um, because I'm sure like we all here, all of us here have like some introverted friends that don't, that don't have the gift of gap and like sure. don't know how to act in those situations. But I've seen you on multiple occasions just like, wow, you are really finessing that conversation. It's, you know, it's the hospitality side of it, you know, being in restaurants, bartending, uh, so you have to carry the conversation sometimes. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, you're doing a do. great job on this episode too, by the way. <laughs> you, but like you're <laughs> articulate. Matt's Matt's incredibly articulate. Matt likes to talk a lot. We just went on a trip to to South Lake Tahoe, and he didn't talk for like half of the trip, <laughs> and uh, it was it was very intense because I just kept looking at him, and being like, "Oh man, hey, you need to lower your voice. You're talking too much." <laughs> Wait, you said he didn't talk. He didn't for like- talk at all. So I just kept picking. I was I was picking on you a little bit, and you know yeah. what? He took it like a champ. He took it on the chin. Uh, you know, it was uh, I was we drove. It was me, Matt, and his wife, and boy, was the tension palpable. <laughs> um, uh, really? But you know what? Well, you would just come back road from Texas. That's a road trip. I don't know. My road trips aren't usually that uh, tense. I went on one road trip with you and the girlfriend you were dating at that time. It's pretty tense. Uh, you know, shout out ex-girlfriend. Absolutely. Um, shout out all ex-girlfriends. Shout out wives. Start out, oh, ex-wives? <laughs> How many ex-wives do you no, have? I said wives. I just ex- said wives. But we're talking about exes here. Oh, no, no, yeah, ex-wives? I'm just saying. Like, no, we let him shout out his wife. Shout, shout out your ex-wife. Shout out your ex-wife. <laughs> have you heard the theory of the, ex, the first ex-wife theory? No. It's that everybody needs a first ex-wife to blame all your problems on. Because like, no matter what you do, you can always blame it on your first wife. Because if you like drink too much and people be like, hey, man, how come you drink so much? You'd be like, fuck. My fucking ex-wife. Or if you have like no money, people are like, hey man, how come you have no money? And be like, my fucking ex-wife. Mm, or if they're up. just like, hey, how come you're like so bad with women? You don't know how to like talk to children. You can't do anything. Like, my fucking ex-wife. It's not a bad theory. It's a perfect scapegoat. Because no one's really going to divulge in it. Mm-mm. People can walk away. I've used it as like a bartender. As young as I am, people won't touch it because they don't even want to get into it. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's a great way as too bartenders. Dark, too dark, too soon. You have to know how to like end some conversations sometimes and 
Sometimes you got to like learn how to mm-hmm. kind of keep it going. Okay, but. as bartenders, what teach me the tricks of like conversation in that kind of setting where you're going to be dealing with drunk people, stupid ass customers, or people that just want to talk forever even though you got shit to do. Yeah. It's the buddy system. You know, like you work in a bar, you usually have a team going two to three people and uh, you know when somebody else is not doing very well, whether that's someone talking to them too much or someone's drunk and then you kind of got to teamwork it ah. to get it out. Right. So you could give them a look if it's just a drunk person like you need to save me from this conversation. They'll be like, hey, can you make this for whatever? And you get to walk away. Yeah. Uh, but in other cases, it could be like, um, what's this that? Yeah. And then you like walk over <laughs> there. <laughs> I say, like, I say people got to go. And then you call like Alex. You're like, hey, this guy's pretty drunk. We got to throw him out. And Alex will be like, get out <laughs> and yes. kick him. Well, across the hey, bar, you're know, that drunk. It's it's allowed. We um we used to work at a couple of, we worked actually for for a minute there. Every job I had was because of you, uh, and it was <laughs> it was pretty uh, lucky for me to get those jobs because I was not at all prepared for them. Um, but one of them was at a fairly fine dining restaurant. Uh, here in Walnut Creek. And I remember the first time we had to throw somebody out of the bar because I was your bar back mm-hmm. and Matt was the bartender at the time. And we threw this guy, and it was, a, like I said, a, a more higher class fine dining restaurant. And we're kicking this older white gentleman out and we're, we're literally like pulling him out like this. Uh-huh. And he looks at me and he goes, I've never been thrown out of a bar in my life. And, <laughs> Asshole. And Matt looks at him and he goes, he goes, really, man? Because like everyone gets thrown out of a bar like once. Right. Like, come on. Every- Everyone's getting thrown out. Just, just go home. We'll see you tomorrow. Like, just go home. And it's, it's just like nice. everybody has. And you just sometimes you can, you gotta like just level with them. Sometimes you gotta just like you gotta. And I remember just seeing them being like, "Yeah, man, you just gotta have all the tools in your in your Batman belt for yeah. sure, and just know when to use that card." You know. Well, you just have to have a backbone in order to be a bartender, right? No, in some cases, I mean, it depends. No, you're playing for the tip, right? So you don't ever want to off the bat agitate somebody. Mm-hmm. So it'll be like uh, you have a drunk person, you know, feel them out first, talk to them, get to know them, or an abrasive person. You get yeah. abrasive people all the time. That's Matt tactic. He likes to feel them up and like kiss them. Absolutely. I like to talk to them and that's try to calm them down. That's how you get a good tip. That's what you just said. You, I go you for just the 20% said you feel every time. them up and you kiss them. <laughs> that's either, what you just said. We either can play a it good back. tip or a lawsuit. Hey, you know what? We all made money. So hey, you, do what you Honestly, when do. you split the tip, you do what you got to do. My question is, you're going to have a bunch of like drunk women hit on you too. And uh, so like, how I do you navigate that? that? Yeah, that you know, not, not? not really the it, case. That'll maybe, happen. maybe in other, sorry, maybe in other stores, other type of restaurants, you know what I mean? I think that uh-huh. might be the case, but uh, where we were. You guys were in class. No, you get a cougar. I would get a cougar once every two months. Once every three months. Because you guys were part of the restaurant business in Walnut Creek, and that yeah. is just yeah, also, women. Also in Orange County, I was, and you also in, in the Texas area. Was that fun? Yep, Did the you Woodlands. have cougars in Texas? Uh, yeah, I was at a hotel. Cougars? So you, you would get some people that are there for conferences and whatnot. Sure, but, sure. Uh, I, I always find it really interesting, the people who uh, are... S- older generations are so interesting at bars because they are like so... They're either like super... PDA and all about it because that's yeah. the only way they can kind of get it going. Um, or they're just like super drunk and trying to show off by being a dick. And you're just like, hey, man, mm. neither of these are cool. Can you just like pay and get the fuck out? Like, I just, yeah, that's all you really want at the end of the, the day. Cheesecake factory, bro. Just get the fuck out. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, I worked in retail and in Walnut Creek, and there were a bunch of I had both ends of the spectrum. Either you're just like a rude Walnut Creek uh, aristocratic person mm-hmm. that's just Ooh, like, good word. give me my $5 shirt that they make in bulk in Thailand. And I'm like, Bangladesh. go to fucking Nordstrom if you're going to have that kind of attitude or just walk further down and go to Neiman Marcus, you bitch. Right. But right now, you're at 
H&M and I'm giving you like $5 shirts. So don't treat me like that. But what was also nice, being a young 19, 20-year-old, freshly skinny boy, I would have some of these cougars hit on me. And also because I was a, uh innocent, uh, freshly skinny 19-year-old mm-hmm. boy, I was too oblivious to know that this cougar was hitting on me. Christian, you're still oblivious when anyone hits on you. Dude, I don't know how to <laughs> flirt. I, you also don't understand. I think women don't understand you sometimes because you're very polite and very nice. I've been told I'm very forward. And maybe, but I think uh, you are very nice and, and collected. And what happens is sometimes women mistake that for, for flirting. Really? I have seen it happen nice. multiple times. And was it successful? Was it a successful like? Not for you because um, you not. For, well, I mean, it wasn't intended. I know it's not intended. No, but but in terms of what I'm asking is like when I unintentionally flirted with this person by trying to be nice, did this individual was, were they like, whoa, don't flirt with me? Or they're like, no, oh, you're no, flirting they're like, with they're me. like responding in kind. But the thing nice. is, like, you're not doing it in kind. You know what I mean? So yes. like, they're responding in kind of you like flirting with them, but that's not what's happening. So it's like, so you guys are like. Boop, 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 boop. Completely missing each other. Wow. Yeah, check out YouTube channel if you want to see where my hands were. <laughs> that was great. Um, so- I mean, well, okay, so to get back to it, it's really just like a fantasy in bartending uh, settings for like drunk people to like hit on you. Because, like, it's as not, a bartender, you're wearing like all black. Again, and- it's not unheard of. It happens, but I think it, it doesn't happen. On the bar. Like, it depends on where you're at, too, because we were not. People are usually where I was at. People with wives and things like that. Mm. Um, you didn't really get like the dive bar right. you feel where the like drunk people trying to hit on people to get laid. You know? Yeah. It was more like we're on an expensive date today, and this is my mistress. And you'd be like, oh okay. Oh, that's where she didn't look well, the let same me write last down week. That name, oh, I'm gonna straight remember. up. Oh yeah, yeah. you get you get more stuff like that than like people hitting you. You like, get oh. like a lot of sugar daddies and sugar babies up in your guys' restaurant. For sure. Oh, For wow. sure. Sugar daddies, sugar babies. We had a guy who was just openly like, this is my wife one day and then coming on a Thursday like, this is my mistress. She's been my mistress for 30 years. That's, wait, wait. Right, Helga? Know. She's like, it's Olga. And you're like, yeah. <laughs> this is stuff I've only seen in like movies. Oh no, it's a shit. I mean, it's just like, uh, straight up like with got that old money. You that's know? crazy. <laughs> they do whatever they want. I think I've only seen that in like Goodfellas, when Ray Liotta he gets married and he brings his uh, wife to that place where you know mm-hmm. you're watching Sammy Davis Jr. tell some jokes and sing, and then the week after he says like Thursdays are for you know uh, playtime with uh, my girlfriends, and then like Fridays are for like you know my wife, yeah, my exactly. misses at home, yeah. And you would actually see that. Oh, the for line sure. is Fridays for my Fridays are for the wives, Saturdays are for your girlfriends. There you go. Okay, I wasn't that far off actually. No, and you know what? I love that you brought that film up without me having to bring it up because. I Absolutely, that movie's so such good. a good movie. Um, yeah, I, and now that you mention it, in Irvine, I got a lot more of like blatant hitting on and being like, "Oh no, I'm not into swingers." Thank you very much, though. Like that's not that's not for me. Have you ever been asked to be a part of that? No, that's crazy. <laughs> really? No, you have. No, not at a bar. Hmm. Not at a bar. Where then? Where like a um, park? At a park. It was at a in the, the bathroom pool. and <laughs> oh, oh, in a hot tub at a hot tub at the Motel Six in Milwaukee. I, I will was say, a speedo. <laughs> no wonder you're getting Absolutely. nasty to swing. I, I will say that you look super cool in like a managerial position at like whatever restaurant I've seen you in. Oh, thank you. Because you're that dude that's just like that stops by tables and be like, everything cool over here? Hey, so-and-so, help them out. They need this. <laughs> All right. You guys have a good day. And then like you're that guy. I, I tried to be. Try to be smooth and cool on the floor. Yeah. And you're – because I don't think I could do that. I think um, – and Alejandro could uh, verify this – 
I would get too frazzled in the restaurant business. Verified. Well, mm-hmm. it, it is like a, if you can't stand the heat, get out of the kitchen kind of a thing, you know? Oh, man. And uh, I get hot quick. And so talking, to, talking to talking to tables, the easiest part of the people that are like, oh, we're doing good. Thanks for checking on me. You're always like, where's that person? And she's like, I found plastic in my salad or, you know. <laughs> Such a specific, but that's oh, a real example. It's a, it's a real thing. And you just, you know, kind of trying to find the fires before they become fires and, and, and take care of them. So, yeah. But did you like that kind of lifestyle of the restaurant life? Both of you guys? It's, fun for, it's fun for a time. It's fun to look back yeah, on. Nobody can do it forever, on. though. There's nobody. Sorry. No, no. You're making your hair look even better, too. Um, no, you look cool. That's. I wish I could pull off that hair. Should I hair? do the man bun to fix it? Yeah, go do ahead. You do, do, the man bun? He's I do doing, the man bun? He's doing Alejandro hair circa 2016. Ah. But it's not because my hair is better and cooler. So Ooh. I think he, he's right. His hair is better and cooler. You do have a nice... Thick head of hair. I'm thinking he should go for lucky. He should cut his hair a little bit. And I'm thinking he should go for the return of Superman Superboy look. Because he's got the curls, he's got the locks, mm-hmm. and he's got the waves. And then you should go back to the undercut look. Yeah, that that served me okay. I was telling Matt when we were driving back from Tahoe, I was like, you know, I, I made the decision a couple of years ago. Where I was like, I'm just going to do my man haircut. I think every man makes a decision eventually, mm-hmm. um, probably right around their 30s, when they decide like, you know what? This is my look. This is what I'm going to look. You, on the other hand, just had like a chan- a new chance at life to reinvent yourself. A new chance at and life. And so now here you are growing your hair out like a hippie and yeah. like playing the token California boy. And token like, California boy in Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you don't look like a hippie. Do people know in Texas that like, oh, you're you're from California? They can hear it in um, his breathing. Excuse me. Uh, they definitely get an aura of California from me. And uh, is there something sure. enticing about being Californian in it Texas? It repels them. No. no oh, it's not. the opposite. No, yeah. It's a lot of... Uh, excuse me. Uh, you have a problem, buddy? You're yeah, the 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 mic. Is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, right in the mic. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, Matt's, um, uh, Matt did our pregame or our pre-show ritual with me um, like a champ. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Um, sorry, what were we talking about? I lost my spot. I lost my train of thought. You were, uh, do, do Texans like Californians? Do Texans like Californians? Absolutely. Uh, they always nah. say, don't California my Texas. Um, okay. That, that's Which a honestly is you get You yeah. get a lot from, from the people over there is, don't California my Texas. And, uh, you know, oh, you have hippie hair today. You must be Californian. Or I'll put it in the bun. Either way, I'm Californian. So. Oh, they'll tell you how to do your No, no, no. Hair? They just assume that, like, oh, this is California thing. And then you have, like, a couple California bros. You know, I have a couple from the Bay Area that I work with right now. Yeah. And they're always like, oh, this is Bay Area, Matt. And I was like, I'm just trying to put my hair up, you know. Whoa. They'll say that. Oh, yeah. What, what are Texans go to interpretation of a Californian because you know not to offend any Texans out there you sure. would think that like a uh, uh, the stereotypical interpretation of a Texan would be like how you doing you know like howdy doody type of stuff right I have a cowboy hat yes. I was looking for that right yeah. I, I got a cowboy hat where's my spittoon that's that's a stereotypical and could offend Texans because I I personally don't think Texans are like that there has to be a version of what people outside of California think of Californians for is sure. it like this, like surfer boy thing? Yeah, it's a valley surfer boy. Especially with modern climate right now, it's just like it's all political. Like, oh, you're Californian, you're liberal. Like that's just oh, that's what you get posted. So it's with. not even like no, there's no not even surfer. It's actually not, really it's not even cool up. about yeah, it. It's no. like, well, dude, bro, or they don't like when I at least when I would talk to people from LA and say hello, they'd be like, oh, you're from the Bay Area, yeah. right? There, they have 
no idea. Like and what so many is. people are transplants now too. You have so many people that are like, oh, I just found out some other guys from San Mateo that I work with. And uh, we're like, okay, California kids here. And they're like, when'd you get here? Like, oh, like a year ago. It's uh-huh. all the same. So that's cool. And there's like a sense of uh, camaraderie. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. When you meet, when you first moved to Texas, what were the biggest changes that you experienced almost instantly? Because I've, I've been living in this bubble that is California Absolutely. for my entire life. So I get curious. And a smaller bubble of the Bay Area. Exactly. Exactly. Mini bubble in a bubble. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say the biggest change was gas. Like gas is two, was two bucks a gallon. I think it was like $1.50 when we got there. Um, like that's like immediately realizing cost of living is a little bit less. Yeah. Um, and I guess I get the second thing is the humidity Like that kind of that, that hits you real hard. Ooh. You know, you get there and you're just like, I love to be sticky all day, you Damn, know? dude. Ooh. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's rough. Um, but everyone's really nice. You get the Southern hospitality. That's what I hear. You, know, you definitely get the Southern hospitality, but you also get, uh, you know, you get your new Texas license plate and people stop asking you if you're from California. You know, what's cool is that they're the comedy scene is slowly but surely going to blow up because of Joe Rogan's Absolutely. Uh, migration to Texas. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, is that something that you're probably going to not necessarily dabble it as in like what I said earlier, like sure. get up on stage. But like, are you going to take advantage of being like closer to where it's at? For sure. I mean, even uh, where we are right now. So we're about 45 minutes north of Houston. And there's this place in the Woodlands, which is like the city that I work in. Uh, and they have a comedy house, Woodlands Comedy House. And they have oh. people like Damon Waynes. And they've had uh, like the relatively. The huh? Damon's the funnier of the two Waynes brothers. Yeah, exactly. And the, so they have some pretty good comedy acts from time to time. And uh, we're hoping we'll get you guys out there. They have uh, open mic night at times, Dude, let's too. Let's go. I would love to. Houston trip. ICBTB in Houston. Yes. We'll do a, we'll do a show there. I'll bring the mics and we yeah. can like set it up. Mm-hmm. Maybe take a road trip up to St. Louis. See our friends, the Real Buzz crew. Yes, we could do all of road that, man. Road trip. Mm-hmm. I'm saving up my hours thing. at work. So Just we gotta film take the whole them thing. Off. Let's do it, Pirate. I'm down, man. Yarg. It's a vlog, a vlog podcast. Where you guys Matt's really like, into vlogs right now, and you're I actually really vlogs. into vlogs right now, also. I'm dabbling. You and both have been right on the on the edge of diving into it, and I think uh, that's something that maybe you guys can 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 dabble in um, because I I have to pay. What you have to pee? He has to pee. Okay, what? got it. Oh, so weird way to leave that conversation, dude. I do want to talk about it. So, like. Um, we'll shout it out at the end of the show, but for you baddies out there listening, uh, Matt does have his own show on YouTube that he recently came out. There yes, are, how many episodes you. are out right now? So there are three episodes out right now. Okay. Three episodes out right now. And then tell the baddies what it is. And it's, uh, called millennials drink. And we talk about wine and actually the idea kind of came about to me because I was talking to a regular, uh, I sell wine now from the retail space. Yeah. And he was just telling me he was reading an article where millennials just aren't drinking wine and there's a concern uh, amongst winemakers and producers that, you know, it's going to be a bubble and it's going to pop because millennials aren't drinking and they're certainly not going out and drinking either. So it's not mm-hmm. just wine, but wine is the first thing to go. Cause look at what's popular right now. Seltzers and craft beer. Yeah. So, uh, I figured that wine is kind of a pompous thing. It has this line where people are like, uh, you know, I don't know what, what to order. So I'm not going to do it. And so yeah. I just wanted to have like a casual conversation about wine and kind of teach people. So they're not afraid to order at a nice restaurant or working with me, finding them something for dinner that night. Mm-hmm. So that's, so I think what you're doing is great. Cause I, I, I've seen, uh, two of the three episodes. I haven't seen the latest one yet. And it's incredibly informational. I've had people tell me like, dude, like what Matt's doing? It's really like, it's really good. Because you're you're 
you're educating people, dude, in an entertaining fashion. Too. Absolutely. Especially because I've definitely been that guy on multiple occasions because I don't know wine that well. Mm-hmm. I know that I like my bourbon and I know that I like uh, I, I like the different liquors that I like, but I don't know it to that extent. But there are in, there are so many individuals out there that are just like I don't know anything. I like Pinots. Exactly. Um, I I like I like Zins. Uh, I like Syrahs, but I don't know what a Syrah is. It's like a blend Shiraz. of something, right? Syrah, Shiraz. If it's going to be from Australia, Syrah. Am I have I been saying it wrong this entire time? Yeah, there's and an this, H in there. Poof, and this is why I need you, man. This is why I'm here. Yeah, dude. I'm the one who said you were saying it wrong. <laughs> I mean, but he has the wine show. Yes, I'll ask you. Thank you. But you know who the guest is in the building. It ain't you, dude. Millennials drink. Wah, wah. Can you guys sound, make a sound for me? Wah, wah. Okay, and I'll Sorry. mark it. And be the sound. I think those are clown horns. I don't know what you want me to do. If that's the brand you're going for for your show, I'll put in yeah. clown Clowns drink. Yeah, um, so baddies, check out his show. I'll put the link in the bio to his YouTube channel. Um, so yeah, it'll be in the description. Click on that thing and subscribe. Millennials drink, man. Yeah. How? What do you think has been the most um, challenging part about starting a show? Oh man, learning everything about nothing that you, that you know about. Sure. You know, so it's like uh, you start off, you buy the camera and you buy the microphone. And you're like, well, I'm gonna try to do this with like Home Depot lights. Uh, I'm going to save money. And then you nice. buy twice, right? Because you're like, that light is terrible and I can't adjust it. Mm-hmm. So then you buy something off of Amazon, which is what I did. And then mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and then trying to figure out how to edit it, put it together. I mean, getting the formula of the show together. I mean, I'm still, still working on it. Yeah. I mean, but you're only uh, three episodes in. Yeah. And I think that's the best way to learn. I mean, that's how we did it. Like, it's sure. all, it's all mm-hmm. about trial and error. Trial by fire. Yeah. You got to do your research. You want to buy like the best things that you can buy for mm-hmm. the best production of the show or else you're going to end up buying a Home Depot buying light. twice, man. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we got some newer lights and uh, I want to get some like backlighting. I like what you guys got going on over here. Oh, thank you. Uh, so I'm going to get you some, some lighting from the back and trying to learn. Get a neon All light. about how to shoot. Yeah, I, I would love one. I would love one. Just a big MD or something. I don't know. Oh, yeah, MD. you can do that. Because oh, it's Millennials, millennials Drink, drink right? Yeah. I was like, MGD? I'm the doctor of wine now, guys. Just... MD. Oh! <laughs> the doctor of wine? <laughs> Do- oh, excuse on. me, Doc. I have a prescription. Yeah, I think we actually might have stumbled upon something. <laughs> Hi, I'm Matthew Middleton. I'm the doctor of wine. Yeah, that's actually really hey, cool. you know what? Off the cuff. Hey. Off the cuff. And you know what? That's where we Middletons get our best ideas. Pretty much, you know, like in the shower and just talking. No, 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 I no. <laughs> in the shower together. <laughs> Absolutely, it's like a big bathhouse. No, 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 no. I just no, meant like I get my good ideas in the shower. No, I, shower thoughts are a thing. Shower thoughts and toothbrush thoughts. Absolutely, dude. yeah, absolutely. That's where I think the hardest. Mindless effort, you know, so you just figure it out. I yeah. brush my teeth in the shower, so that's double, good. That's double duty. I feel like you're, you do everything in the shower. Your thoughts are twice as deep. Oh yeah, <laughs> okay. Has this guy? Has he ever? He brings this thing up. He asks if you were to poop in the shower. Would you pick it up or would you shove it down the drain with your foot or your hands? I'd make Alex clean it. You'd make Alex clean it? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Motherfucker. Comedy comes from a place of truth. So I'm curious. Has Alex ever pooped in the shower? Oh, I'm sure we all have, right? I haven't. No, I haven't. At least twice. You have at least twice? No, no. No, oh, no okay. you answered that again too quick. <laughs> too, too quickly? Yeah, dude. This is a podcast. You got to be honest. So did you poop in the shower? Oh, man. Like after a sneeze, after a night of drinking? <laughs> after a sneeze, like, uh, like in that movie with Owen Wilson? Where, uh, 
Well, he sneezes and then like poops. no, 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 no. It's uh, it's him and it's uh, the, the hall pass. And so like he takes Sudeikis, Jason Sudeikis takes yeah. the girl back, and she's like, "Oh, my stomach hurts." Oh, I have like, seen the scene. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. And it's yep. all in the background. Oh, oh, damn, dude. Yeah, that's rough. And I don't judge anyone that has sneezed and pooped. I've done it once. I will be the guy to say I've done it once. And luckily, it was within my own household and I had guests over. So it happened. I said, I will be right back. And then waddled to the. Like, why did you change your pants, Christian? Oh, no reason. I just think these are comfier. Oh, no. I just changed my underwear. It didn't get to the jeans, dude. (laughs) I uh, didn't get to the jeans. I once shat my pants in high school. (laughs) Okay. Tell tell me about this. What did you do? Threw the underwear away and just went commando for the rest of the day. That's what Gross. you have to do. No, dude, you do what you got to do. I guess do. that's the move, right, you though? do what you got to do. Yeah. I have a friend who, on his way to a job interview, <laughs> had to take the biggest poop. And I need to tell this story. I won't say the name because, you know. First and last, This please. has to be anonymous. Just save him. Yeah, exactly. Um, but the story is fantastic. So he was on his way to a job interview. In a suit and everything. It was an important job interview. And in the middle of the drive, because I believe that the location was far away, had to poop. There was traffic, you know? And he's like, it's just bubbling in his gut. He finally gets there, and it's maybe five minutes before his interview time. Runs to the bathroom. Didn't make it. Did not make it. (laughs) Pooped his pants. Had one of two options at that point. Either do the interview with poop pants. Or leave the interview, right? No, he went with option C that wasn't there. <laughs> Threw away his underwear, went commando to the job interview, and didn't get the job. All Can right. you imagine? This guy smells funny. <laughs> <laughs> I've oh, done plenty of interviews, man. I've made shit. the weird, the, not the best notes in, ca- in cases. Wait, really? You know. Have you smelled someone <sighs> during an interview? It's like, uh, I've never done it during an interview where I smelled somebody, but I've had employees in the past where someone's like, hey, this guy, he smells. Like, <laughs> and that's a... And you're like, okay, let me go talk to him. Like, you're me... just like, hey, like, walk, like, walking up to this guy and you're like, hey, hey you're a super nice guy and this is probably going to offend you, but... Uh, we get complaints that you smell, man. You know, like you just—I mean, I don't know. You gotta—it's like a band-aid. You just gotta rip it off. Just this is post interview. Wait, okay. No, but- this was their working there. This was their working there. I, I never did it in an interview because, oh. like, uh, but you, as an interviewer, you definitely take your notes on, like, uh, yeah. I thought you were saying, like, hired. right after he had interviewed and he was waiting in the hallway, you'd come out. You'd be like, <laughs> your resume looks great. <laughs> the fuck is what that is in this hall? hall? <laughs> like, are you the only one in here? I have a condition. I have a condition. Hey, it's uh, I don't work alone. Everyone so. likes you, but you smell like a toilet. Oh man, that's it would be my easier if people bag. liked him. But that's the hardest part when you have those conversations. You know, but that's a valid critique because, like, in a workplace when you're working within close quarters, absolutely you can't smell like a butt crack. Not when you're serving people food, yes. like you're like, here, let me take you to your table. They're like, oh god, it smells like <laughs> like what? <laughs> You could do everything great. Like, you, how was your filet mignon? And how was your glass of pinot? Uh, glass um, of what? Glass of pinot? Pinot? Pinot. Pino. <laughs> Don't try to paint me in that corner where I'm saying these words. <laughs> glass of penis? <laughs> then, yeah. That guy has bigger issues than smelling. He just verbally harassed the guests. I, uh, I need to speak to your manager, please. <laughs> yes, I was asking about my glass of pinot. So, do you see this glass of penis <laughs> that I have here? Um, <laughs> there is a, a server here that is hallucinating <laughs> on acid, <laughs> and he needs to go. Oh, also, man. he smells like a toilet. <laughs> Jesus, 
Yikes, Amundo, bro. What's the scariest thing that's ever happened to you in a restaurant? Um, I would say the scariest thing that I had to deal with as a manager would be uh, like Latin Kings. Like we had Latin Kings come in once. Nice. And is uh, that a rap group? I'm sorry. No, it's a it's, it's a, a gang. it's a gang in oh, San Francisco. Close. I yeah. was very close. Wait, Some of really? Them might rap. Yeah. So they uh, they had come in, and I don't know anything about like local people in San Francisco. You know, I was just sent there from the East Bay. Yeah. And so I'm working there, and they come in, and they're already drunk, and they they reek of weed. And so I go in, and like miscreants. Uh, yeah, and we work in teams, right? So there's another manager, and they're like, "Hey, I already talked to these people, and uh, we told them they can sit down, but they're they're gonna have to, you know, they're gonna have to settle down if they want to sit down." And I was like, "Okay, so you're leaving, so that means I'm gonna have to kick them out because they were one of those groups where you knew." So I get complaint number one. They're sitting at the table. Complaint number one. They're like, "These guys are super foul. They're cussing like crazy, and they smell like pot." And I'm like, "Okay, well, it's San Francisco, so can't really worry about the pot smell, but yeah. I can go over there and." This is a family-oriented facility. So I'm like, hey, guys, this is a warning, whatever. And they're like, yeah, 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 man, we're good, we're good. And then, like, two more complaints. And so I go over, I'm like, hey, man, I got you guys got to go. Like, uh, wow, you guys got to go. I'm getting too many complaints. You know, I've already tried working with you. We warned you in the beginning before you got sat, blah, blah, blah. And they're just like, oh, man, they're like, you know who I am? They get up in your face, throwing glass against the wall. That you know? happened? Oh, yeah, for That's sure. That's another thing that I've and so only had, seen in the movies. Point, we've had, we had security... <laughs> And that night we didn't have armed security because usually they have armed security. Mm-hmm. This guy just comes in and he's like always like 10 minutes late to anything you ever need him for. And so he kind of shows up after like me and this guy. I'm like, you need to leave. And he's like, I'm not going anywhere, bro. He's like, you know who I am? He's like standing up and, you know, trying to straighten out. And Did you try kissing him? Uh, I should have. I, I, I think that, that would have totally diffused the situation. See, of all the, the times that you've said that, maybe that yeah. could maybe work. Well, I imagine this is what it goes down is you guys are like barking at each other, going back and forth. You just go, hang on a second. Wait, everybody just stop for a second. <laughs> so you see you say barking in our end in hospitality they do the barking we do the kissing moving out so we're just kind of like it's all right man calm down <laughs> and you know you get your 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 25 year old uh uh barbacks coming out and they're like hey man it's cool leaving and the guy's yelling at my bar back now so now i got like don't get in the middle let's just let's just get them let's, let's get just them all out. kiss and so anyway and get this we over. kick them out <laughs> the the security guard finally comes he helps me escort these guys out who are like cussing up a storm and like kicking stuff as they're leaving you know uh-huh. uh and then they're like we're gonna see you outside and this is one of those times where people actually waited outside like they're what? uh they kept they kept standing around and they were kind of like looping right around the front of ns just kind of walking back around and we're like uh, all right we see them they're there for like an hour so we call the cops cops show up these guys are not smart enough to leave and they're like, oh, yeah, three of them had warrants. We took them. We're going we're gonna to take two of them in. This other guy we're going to let go. Um, but you should probably get, like, you know, a restraining order against these guys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, because they can come back. Yeah, they can come back. And I was like, okay, restraining order. Never done that before. I'm like, how do I go about doing that? And they're like, oh, it's super easy here in San Francisco. You call this number. You go to this office. You have a restraining order by five. <laughs> I'm like, okay. That cool. easy. That wow. fast in San Francisco. Holy crap. So, Interesting. What, so they never came back to harass you? They never came back, luckily. They were, yeah. were you scared? Um, no. not after the police came, like, okay. uh, but, but walking the mile back to my car was definitely like at three in the morning was a little nerve wracking. Yeah. You don't know what to do. Cause by then I'm like, you know, in other restaurants when you're a bartender, you leave with everybody else. Right. But yeah. when you're the manager, you're the last one to leave. And so I'm like walking by, by myself on Van S three in the morning and like half a mile to the car. Did you just... do hot girl breast knuckles? What? Where you put the keys like in between your knuckles? Oh, that would have been a great idea. No, I had a pocket knife, so I thought I'd be okay. But you know, That's whenever you're too. dressed in a suit at 3 a.m., you probably shouldn't be walking on the street. No, not at all, dude. You should have asked some of your employees to just stay with you. Like, hey, too long, too long in doing paperwork, especially back then. I was still still learning, and I was like uh, in that situation. I was like by myself as far as managerial wise. I was yeah. kind of learning on my own, and so it took me a little while to, to get things done. But it'd be you know, two, Man, three, three. That's wild. 
Was that your last... Your last job before going to Texas? No, that was the one before. No, yeah, yeah. That the was one right. fine dining in, in San Francisco. I'm sorry. You did work at yeah, Yard House at the time right before yep. Yard uh, House coming right to before. Texas. Damn, dude. I can't imagine having to deal with that. The guy threw a glass against the wall and two said- Two of them did it. Yeah, two of them did it. Twice. Then, oh, yeah, because it was, it was a group of, group of four, maybe five. It was, it was a big group. Uh-huh. So it was just a- I constantly, to go back to shower thoughts, I always think of hypothetical arguments in my head. If someone were ever to get in my face. Mm-hmm. You can see his toothbrush. Yeah, my toothbrush, it looks a little- Yell at that toothbrush. It has like a flat. middle part. <laughs> but now I've up recently upgraded to uh, an electric toothbrush, so nice. I don't have that issue. Um, but yeah, I'll have these hypothetical arguments in my mind. And I've just always wondered, in the heat of the moment, Am I going to really, what my, when my fight or flight comes kicking in, mm-hmm. what am I going to choose? Like, it, and I, I know that I have to analyze the situation. There's like risk assessment. Like how big is this guy? If it's a Latin king, probably going to. With four of his buddies? Yes. Yeah, uh, probably. Yes. I, I think I would have moved to Texas sooner than you did. <laughs> um, I would have changed my name and entered a witness protection program. Grow a beard. Shave it off. People Do, won't know who you are. No, man. I don't even look Filipino with facial hair anymore. Maybe that would have been the, the way to go. I wish I could grow facial hair. You guys got the chin thing going. That's on. all we got. Oh. Hey, the, that's all you need. But you would grow a beard if you could. Strong mustache he's got going on right now. I wish, son I, could, of a bitch. I wish I could grow some. <laughs> I, I I've tried. I've done it for like th- like uh, after my daughter was born. I got like a month and a half off and couldn't grow anything. Just a month and a half of no shaving. Was it thicker than his? No. No. no I wish. No, this is the thickest mustache. I wish, in like, with all this hair on top, I wish it would match, you know, the face, man. I wish I could grow well, a beard or something. The thickest mud mustache in Middleton history is your father. Yeah. He geez. had a thick stash when I weird. first met him. Hairy body. <laughs> That's what? a weird thing to say. I, we're talking about facial hair, not body hair, dude. I mean, I guess at some point we've all seen our father's shirtless. I but... didn't finish that sentence in my head before it started coming out of my mouth. Yeah, clearly. Yeah, yeah dude. Uh, mm. What a weird sentence to say. Mm. Did you, but you guys didn't adopt any of that body hair. Nope. No, we no. nope. No, we didn't adopt it. I don't know if it's like the Asian or the Mexican. <laughs> Why we can't grow facial hair? I don't know. Ah, but that makes maintenance quite easy. It does. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Because body hair Very... hasn't been like an attractive thing since like Tom Jones in the seventies or mm. something, right? I don't, I don't know, know, but I think like you know, you I think the a... grass is always greener. <laughs> like, you guys want body hair? I wish I could grow facial hair. I don't care about body hair. Okay, body, yeah. I mean, body hair you can maintain, I feel like. Well, I don't know. I've never had to maintain. I mean, I've had like a... <laughs> I have a lot of chest hair. And I've used to shave it when I was with my first girlfriend. I think I've talked about this before in the past. I used to shave it when I was with my ex-girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And it would get to the stage where it was like prickly, right? Right. Because mm-hmm. it thickens every yep. single time you like uh, shave it. And so I would be basically a cactus. My chest would be a, a prickly pear. Like a short haircut, right? Uh, ba- no, a short haircut feels great. You know, you could like run your fingers like <laughs> against it. But with this, I'm sorry, you need some like workout gloves if you're going to touch this thing. Yikes. And well, I would be on top of her because of, you know, you know. Because you guys are wrestling, mm-hmm. practicing wrestling. Moves. Absolutely WWE style. That's what it was. I wanted so badly to be Ric Flair and I just, she was my practice partner. But you know, yeah, exactly. You guys don't have to deal with that. No, no. Well, I mean, I shave my armpits. Uh, do you still shave your armpits? Uh, occasionally. I shave my armpits, but it's I one maintain. of those things where you have to kind of like keep an eye on it. Because yeah. once you start, once you make the decision, you kind of have to keep up with it. Well, yeah, it's like kind of the same thing with your prickly thing. Like, I, it gets prickly, man. So yeah. it's, 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 well, what was the purpose behind shaving armpits? I know that you say like it's cleaner. Yeah. Like, so the aesthetic aspect of it. I but think that was for sure what it was for me. And then I was like less. at a pool too, you know, like my first job, I was a lifeguard. So uh, <laughs> we were just like, I don't know. 
it just looked better when and you're it keeps you aerodynamic you gotta you save someone for fighting you know what i mean <laughs> that's right um and who wasn't vain at like 18 years old you know what i mean like i was like i gotta gotta look good well did you do you still do it now uh yeah but just to maintain you know what i mean like i don't know because to... i've uh, yeah i've never done that have you guys shaved your legs before no no i don't really half my legs don't grow hair <laughs> do you wish you had the other half just wish it was even you wish there was some insulation <laughs> again you know the grass is always greener i bet if i was hairy thighed i'd think i wish i wasn't but since i have no hair on my thighs i just think that hair is such a weird like as humans that have evolved to this point in life i think that hair is in some areas is such a weird evolutionary <laughs> uh not even a perk just a trait because like hair on my legs isn't gonna save my life no um, Neither will the hair on your balls if we're really gonna get into it. The yeah. would. They would be it? like maybe the beard would be like I want the bearded guy, and I'd be like, oh, that's not saving your life. Maybe, but you don't know. Zombie you, apocalypse. Someone's like, hey, you are you. You got a beard. You're coming with me. But that's like not nature. That's just like <laughs> human just <a> preference. <laughs> yeah, like oh, you have a weird beard fetish, and uh, good thing I'm in the zombie apocalypse where you have that fetish. So Absolutely. okay, come here, Helga. Thanks for choosing <laughs> me. Um. A hair on our heads, and uh, I, I get it for warmth. Maybe like if we lived in Alaska, facial hair like can save you. But like the scarce... I don't believe the Inuit people have very facially dense dense hair. You don't think so? I've never seen an Inuit person with a beard. Have you? I no, not on National Geographic's. No, uh... me neither. I feel like all I see is a cartoon when I think of Alaska. So igloos. <laughs> Igloos. Okay, uh, this is turning. Big puppy jackets. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> I think um, I think facial hair is something that is of a, a bygone era, and if you have a beard, you're a gross human being. No, that's a big lie because you've been trying to get me to grow my beard. Weirdly, you've been trying every you November. Look, you hits. look good with a beard. Thank you. Other I, people think differently. Beards look cool. I but my grass is always greener. Yeah, grass is always greener. But I've told some people have told me like, oh. It's homeless Christian guys, and that was back in 2016. And since then, I did not want to grow a beard. You either got to be like fully grown or not at all. Yeah, I mean, I guess you so. Can fully grow a beard in 12 hours. It's this is six days, and this is like I'm gonna I'm gonna shave it today. Yeah. Can you can you shave it but keep the mustache five o'clock shadow for a little bit? I'll send you a picture. Yes, but are you gonna be like in your to- in your towel, just like <laughs> shower picture? There you go, bud. Burt Reynolds. <laughs> Burt Reynolds. Just to Alejandro. This is how close of hey, best friends. Really best are. friends forever. I get it. Um, not to that extent. The I ICBTB wouldn't. ICBTB Dropbox. Nope. Alex tells us all about you. It's okay. I feel so honored that you talked to me about your. Oh really? Oh man. We're so happy you've been together for so long. It's been how long have I known this guy? I moved to Benicia in two thousand and five. It's been two weeks since you looked That's at me. Sixteen years, but we weren't really good friends until like the end of high school. Right yeah. before yeah. that, he was still douchey. Yeah, well, that's true. This guy like took my that. lunch from me in front of the lockers. Took my lunch from me and made me chase him. I've heard the stories. I've heard it's, the story. They must be traumatic. I don't remember that. Having uh, to revisit them every day when you see this guy. Oh, yes, yes. No, but he's created more douchey memories in my lockbox <laughs> that is my mind that those eventually get pushed out. back. So is he like Stifler in your brain? Like in your group of friends? Is he's he that the guy. Stif- is he the Stifler? He is Stifler. <laughs> I don't like the Stifler <laughs> reference. No, Stifler's cool, dude. Sean William Scott is dope. Stifler's he's mom the, is dope. He was a fun party guy, yeah. you know? Yeah. And he'd make those faces that you make like, ah. You know, he like, was oh. that faces? guy. That face? <laughs> That's the face that you make. That's the, when have I ever done All that All the thing? time. Actually, you don't do that one. 
But I do have a bunch of thumbnails. Like when I edit, there'll be so many funny faces that I know I can't use because it'll be like, dude, why'd you use this as a thumbnail? And your mouth is like wide open because you're screaming at either me or the guest. I have never screamed in my life. Never, never. Oh, you're a very the... quiet person. Was he a stay. loud child growing up? Oh, for sure. I think we both were, though. Really? I always thought I was pretty shy. Uh, you know, but not in the family, though. No. What do you guys have in common as brothers? Nothing. No, Zero. there's something. Not one thing. Not one thing. Uh, I don't. I don't know if we really have that much in common as far as like we love video games. He he's way more into comic books. I feel like everything he's super into, I'm into, but like the light version. Uh, you know, he's the MGD, and I'll be like, you know, MGD light. What, what Miller light? What's Miller the light. What's the one that comes in like this? The champagne of beers. High Miller life. Miller High Life. Yeah. Oh. MGD on Miller High Life. You know? I like that analogy. Okay. I'm genuine draft, bro. Interesting. And have you guys always gone along since you were kids, or was there like rough patches, just like the typical brother chemistry of having like, you know? I think uh, we were pretty, we fought a lot like brothers do. We fought mm, a lot like brothers do. But we also got along on a lot of levels too, you know? Mm. Yeah. Um, I was lucky enough to coach Alex when he played high school football for a little bit. Uh-huh. So lucky. And then... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> And then he left me the next year, so you know I just. It... I left you because I went to JV, and I also stopped coaching. So, <laughs> so but you make it sound more dramatic. Yeah, he left me in the dust. He left it's me. like he like aged Christian. He did this thing where he aged the next year, and it's like, why are you doing this? That's weird. Just stop time and just you know. Uh... But he's taller. He's taller. He's faster. Did that do uh... okay? My brother being taller than me did something to like my ego because I thought I was going to be that tall. Did it make you feel weird when he was, he was, he reached your height and you're like, okay, cool. And then he just did not stop. Tell us about it. I think that happened fast. You know, like I don't really, uh, I remember him being here and then I remember him being here. Uh huh. You know, it's probably all one growth spurt, but, uh, yeah, man. No, I never had the envy for it, you know. Uh, but I, but I did wish, like, you know, because he, like I said, taller, a little bit faster. You know, he was playing ball. I'm like, I was like second string, and he was doing much better than I was at that point. Mm-hmm. So it would have been cool. But at the same time, I loved the improv. I went to as many improv shows as I could. My friends in high school were all in improv. Uh-huh. Um, so I, if there was a choice that I would have made between the two, it probably would have been that, you know, uh-huh. to try to follow that footsteps. But you know, I mean. Have you ever tried improv before? I haven't. I wish I uh, I wish I could have done it a little bit in high school, but I was so involved in in football uh-huh. that uh, that I just never had time. Which is cool. It seems like those are the two right, when there is that fork in the road. Because I do have friends right. that like, and like you keep saying, grass is always green on the other side. We're always gonna want what we didn't get enough of, like in in our past. Well, like in high school too, it wasn't like they had a. You couldn't join later. Like, I think the thing was, like, tryouts were during the end of football season and stuff like that. So they'd be like, oh, we're not going to work with it or whatever it was. And so I just I chose like the, my lane. I like the voice, by the way. Oh, <laughs> sorry. I don't know why I had voices to, like, just, like, other situations. But it sounds like totally, you're gr- great at improv. It's that's good. the voice that people would make when they talk to me. So <laughs> That's the voice tell, you hear. When, when we tell the story to later, it's going to be like, Christian was like, I have it in. Hey, man. Did Christian <laughs> sound like that? Like, Everybody's God, Kermit yeah, the yeah, Frog sure. to you? <laughs> Everyone's like, yeah, you know. Man. I watch a lot of child child shows right now. I watch a lot of. <laughs> That's what happens. A lot when of Nick Junior. And you, man, and you enjoy that. Uh, as much as a father could. Man, because I think I'll enjoy as that when I'm a father. father. Could. Yeah. Have you ever seen Caillou? You learned to zone. Oh, they not. canceled Caillou. Thank they canceled God. Caillou. Fuck Caillou, so. bro. Are they still doing the Wiggles? They're they're still up and running, right? Because I, I love wasn't my the generation wiggles. of children. My children were Frozen and uh, Moana. Okay. So a lot of Frozen and Moana. In high school, you liked a lot of Moana. 
Oh, I'm sorry. That's, that's something different. I um, we want to do an improv scene. Yeah, we're gonna do an improv scene. Uh, and Matt, you said you've never done improv. So never this done be improv fun. before. Um, so let's uh, we'll just go ahead and we'll just take it take it from there. Yeah, yeah. let's do it. Ladies and gentlemen, highly erect. Yo, all right, guys, come on, gather up, gather up. Uh, the name of our rap group is gonna be the Big Beavers. The Big Beavers. All right, I'll be Big C. We got Big A over here, and we got Big B over there. Okay, uh, you Beavers. know what? Just due to my size, I'd like to be little something. Oh, you want to be little something? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, but we gotta put the apostrophe after little. little. Okay, it okay. can't be little. Because I think it's just ironic. Okay, know. okay. What do you? What, what's your name gonna be? Little man. Little. I mean, we gotta, we got, we gotta work on that. I don't know if little man is going <laughs> is gonna is gonna sell. I think, I think it's good. I think it's big time. All right, little man. If you want to be little man, you just sound like you're someone's little son. Little man. You don't see the beauty. Oh, you're gonna do your own, uh, your your own <laughs> horns too. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm having second thoughts about this rap group. You, I mean, could, you could have your. I could do yours too. Oh, okay. what's my gun sound like? Boop, boop. Oh, a different horn. It's not the same horn. Well, you can't all have the same horn. I guess so. He's right. We do have to have different horns. All right. What's uh, what's Big A's horn? Oh, he's gonna have. <laughs> he's gonna have that. Yeah. Well, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. All right. Can all you right. please? <laughs> uh, let's do our our first track. Uh, um, little man. It looks like you wrote uh, this track, this single that you're bringing to the Big Beavers. Uh, it's called uh, Spitfire. Spitfire. Little man, bow, bow, bow. and that's that's the song. Oh well, that's just okay. The, I go ahead we just... and put that down on vinyl. <laughs> that's good to go. All right, uh, uh, and then Big C, go ahead and hit your six bars. Okay, uh, this is still on the Spitfire track. Yes, sir. All right, okay. I wrote this last night. Um, Spitfire, hellfire, hit the blunt. I get higher. Uh, do it cool. I do it fast. Ah, I do it nice until it lasts. Till it lasts. Are you gonna do the ad libs? Oh, like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, generally we wait until you get back in the booth to do ad libs, but that's fine. That's fine. You know, I just I think it's more organic this way. We we usually yes, but you're not on mic. That's the thing. You're not in the booth. You're just screaming <laughs> through the door. You're doing it from outside, so it sounds like ambient noise. I just want them to feel it. You know, like he's in the booth, he can feel it. That I'm gonna say it right there. Okay. Um, we're we're gonna get back to you, little man. We're gonna hear Big A's verse on Spitfire. Okay. All right. Uh, go spit your bars. My eyes awake, I do no cake. With my butt open, I do no soaps. Open. Yeah, Big A has oh. this little thing with him that yeah. it's he does dirty butt rap. There you go. So his whole thing is about not washing his butt with soap, um, <laughs> which is fine too. All right, let's go to uh, track two. Um, uh, little little man, it looks like you brought this one uh, uh, to us as well. This one's little called man. Burnt Burnt Toast. Can you burnt hear? Burnt Toast. Uh, let us know how. How does that track start? Oh, uh, it goes, uh, burnt toast in my living room. Had it with eggs. Want some bacon and cheese and, and little man. Whoop, whoop. Oh, man. As much as I want to say that that's fire, it's lukewarm at, oh, at best. Oh, man. Come on, man. I've been working on that one for weeks. For weeks? You worked weeks. on that for weeks? Oh, that rolled right off the tongue, man. I could cut to a little man weeks ago working <laughs> on, uh, this burnt toast wrap. Uh, should I go like French toast, burnt toast, all oh, breakfast? It's gonna be breakfast. Honey, can you keep it down? The kids are trying to sleep. 
It's gonna be bacon and eggs. Uh, they're tr- it's Mom? 10 p.m. Dad, what's Danny, that noise? Danny, go to sleep. It's just Dad trying hey, to pursue his rap career. Bacon and eggs and coffee and toast. What do you think? Thing? Oh no, is he doing the thing again? Little man, <gasps> honey. Little man's little man. You're re- you are shouting at the kids. You don't even know who you are. He needs anymore. to feel the music. Okay, <laughs> this is all. This is all about. Do you see what I'm doing for the both of us? <laughs> This is for all of us. We're gonna we're gonna make it one day. <laughs> okay, <And> cut, me- <laughs> cut back to the studio. Um, I'm so sorry that your wife and kids left you. Uh, it's very heartbreaking. <sighs> Honestly, took, I would have left you years ago. But she hey. took seventy five percent. Seventy five percent of what did you guys even have? We had no contacts, no contracts yet. <laughs> we were uh, still auditioning. Cut to ten years later when Lil Man is accepting uh, his first <laughs> Grammy. Uh, and Neil Boyd for Best Rapper goes to Lil Man. Little Man. Blah, blah. Lil Man has won four Grammys. Oh, man. You said two, I couldn't do it. Two nominations. You said I couldn't do it. And Bacon year, and X. His Broadway show Bacon opened on top X. of the world. Literally, it was Bacon. on top of the Himalayan mountains on Mount Everest. Woo-hoo. It's the highest show ever. It's a horrible show, but it's literally on top of the world. Big C. Wow, wow. Uh, cut to the boardroom meeting where we have a bunch of big wig executive producers trying to produce the first Lil Man biopic. <laughs> I think we should have Lil Man play Lil Man. That's absolutely incredible. We can do the computer graphics things to make him look young like Robert De Niro did in The Irishman. Absolutely. And I, I could agree with that. I, mean- I would just like to say uh, my son is not as pretty as I am. So I would like you to find someone that looks as good as I do. Thank Little man. Little yeah, man. Whoa, whoa. okay, perfect. I love that he's not listening at all. Um, so good. We will keep that in mind. Interesting that he thinks his son is uglier than him. It's, I thought, a, it's like nobody asked you about said his little son. man, so I just, you know, we're both little man. I just thought you were talking about that little man, because usually... Your know, son y'all. goes by the rap name of Big C's. Multiple C's, yes. Yeah, multiple C's. And I hear that he only raps in spite of you because of his ruined childhood. And tell us about uh, that beef. All, Do you want that part of agony. the movie? You know, it's all, you know, if I didn't give him that agony, he would have nothing to rap about. So, you know. Uh, cut to the YouTube <laughs> beef video that Big C's posted. <laughs> Rapping in spite of his father. Yo, dad, you never loved me like I wanted to. You used to come home with a big water tube of money and you throw it at me. I just wanted hugs. Can't you see? I want you to be my friend. Now we ain't seen each other till the end. And you dying, dad. I, I know you is. Because I'll see you in the bed and I'll throw you this. Because you get so lit. I get so bit. Now I, I bang it with the girls in the in the Cadillac. <laughs> Breaking news. Big C's is canceled because of his terrible rap. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, cut back to uh, cut back to little man's response video <laughs> to Big C's his son. Okay, okay, that's my that's my intro. That's my intro, little man. Okay, little okay. man. We haven't started your track yet. It sounds like you are. Yeah, you're I, already going. On my own hype. Yes. On my own hype. Hey, all, just record. It. Just hit record Can and let turn, him do it. Turn okay. up that snare. Can you turn off that snare? I haven't pressed the button yet. Just You're doing your own snare. Ah! Just tell him yes. Yes, we yes, are. Yes, yes, little right. man. Honestly, I just think Big if we C. just let him do this thing yeah. and just let him tire himself out, we won't have to worry so about it. So we won't have to. I think he's, just, for I'm some weird. reason, everyone loves this, hey, though. Hey, hey, if, he, if people think he's going to sell records, we'll whoop, do it. Whoop. We'll do it. 
His song is garbage. Boop, boop, boop. It's garbage. It's like, you know when a this chef a learns rat, retort, how to cook, but then loses his taste buds rat. after like, uh, so many years? Yeah. Can it's like he it? lost his rap buds. Sucker! Yeah. And it's, I, I think... Yeah. Is he doing a Woo. Booker T impression? I think... Yeah, he's going crazy. Ooh. <laughs> Did he say spin? We can't produce this. Spin a Rooney. We yeah. can't produce this. Hall of Fame. Um, cut little to man. Little Man's reality TV show uh, Finding Love with the Find- Little Man. <laughs> Previously on Finding Love with Little Man. I told you, Little Man, that you would never be with me. I said that I would be with you. No, Little Man, take your hands off me. No. <laughs> Hey, baby, I didn't mean to do that to you. I just thought that maybe we could go down to the park and really apologize. Okay, little man, let's go down to the park. Oh, my God, it's a picnic. This is Chantal. Oh, my God. Yeah, baby girl, I got this whole picnic planned out for you. Now on Love with Little Man. Little Man. Little Man. Little Man, I just feel like I have this deep connection with you. Yeah, Little Man feels it. That's so sweet. Little Man feels it. (laughs) You're the most specialist of all the 12 girls here. Uh, cut to the second girl. <laughs> Lil man, I'm sorry. If you're going to go with Deborah, then this thing ain't going to work. I got these boobs jobs for you. Listen, <laughs> listen, you got them for yourself. And uh, little man respects you, okay? Cut, uh, to, cut to the third. <laughs> little man, I just think that if you wanted to love me for who I am on the inside, you wouldn't You wouldn't care about my... my Shh. Oh. Little man... Loves you. Oh my God! You are the one that I've been waiting for my whole life. Oh, little man, <laughs> little man. Scene. <laughs> oh my God! Honestly, little man is my favorite. I, little man, is my favorite <laughs> fabricated celebrity that does not exist. Completely. Great arc. Great, like, Great. comeback. I imagine on his deathbed, he also got the Lifetime Achievement Award from the Grammys. <laughs> because they're just like, in retrospect, we only gave him one Grammy and he should have gotten everything. Dude, Lifetime Award. Lil Man is on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for being a hip-hop artist. It's like when they like brought in Biggie Smalls to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Like, did you guys run out of people? Yeah, rock stars. Did, yeah, because I'm not a rock, rock star. Stars we'll let rock. it slide, but okay. uh, next year you gotta have a real rock star. No more of this NWA shit. And then Lil Man's the next person. <laughs> Little Man. When I was big man, I was, when I was he was never. Oh, he was always a big man. My god. But he was always Little Man. Matt, I wish that you had just taken rain on your uh rap career when you're 19 <laughs> and become Lil Man. Little Man. Yeah, hey. That, that's a great persona. We're not done yet. You could still bring him back. I I could. I could and we'll just have to see what the channel has in store. Yeah, you would eventually change your name from Brown B to Lil Lil I'm so happy that your name was Lil Man. It's, <laughs> honestly, I'm tearing up at how hilarious that was. We recently both just found out that uh the baby is not Lil, Lil baby. baby. Oh, with what? Yeah, they're two different rappers and people. Their music sounds nothing alike. They, they don't look the alike Grammys. at all. But they just say they just both have baby in their name, and it's very confusing Happen for somebody to come like, out, me. like almost at the exact same time for our, yeah all of us. They're running out of rap names. That's why two babies. Yeah, too many at one time. Yeah, a lot you, of Lils at one time though, right? Everyone so. was Lil. Very, Lil was very popular in two thousand. Lil Wayne, Lil Buggy, and then now <laughs> you have some bigs like Big Sean. Uh, I mean, yeah, <laughs> big, big Sean, big Fat Joe, big Fat, oh, fat no, Joe is just Fat Joe. Yeah, you saying Big Fat Joe is insulting him? 
Big Big Fat Joe. Big Fat there's Joe. There's a Big Fat Liar. <laughs> there's uh there's Oh, we're doing we're doing movies now. Big Little Man. <laughs> Anything with big in it? Big Little Giant. I uh, think uh there's Big Little Giant is I think is a movie. Um I thought it was a video game. Oh, Little Big World is Little I think Big what you're World. Thinking That's of. what I was looking for. Holy shit. Um hey, you get it though. You get my humor. Little Man, that was uh that was <laughs> Honestly, I love that you're doing your own ad libs and producing your own <laughs> music right there and then. This is what I love improv about. Like it's just hey, it's never that was, wrong. That was fun. Magic oh. on the spot. That was my first time, guys. And you killed it. And guess what? It's retor- it's uh, recorded it's for <laughs> eternity. I was very concerned I would like uh, do the Michael from the office where I'm like, nobody move. <laughs> I got a gun. Oh, he his uh, go-to improv move. His go-to improv. Give me all your guns. Give me all your like uh, uh, Michael, please, please don't He's shoot like, anyone in improv. Boom! Michael's gone. <laughs> <laughs> such a funny, uh, such a funny rule. Don't don't kill anyone uh, during the scene. It, which is not a real rule in my book of improv. Oh, I've seen you break. I think every improv rule, and we just what? roll with it. But are they commandments? Are they what are what are the what are the big rules? What's like the top two? Don't say no. Yeah, that's definitely that's okay. the coup de grace. Always yes and yeah. Yes um, and. You don't generally want to, like, inside jokes aren't, like, the best thing. Like, especially if it's from, like, earlier in the show or whatever. Right. But we have gotten away with really good, like, looks. Like, we'll say something and then, like, look at the crowd. Like, we've, we've gotten a couple. We've yeah. both gotten kills on that one. Yeah. You just have to. Yeah. You got to read the room. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And um, know your partner. You know, set the setting. Best friends forever. And what you're doing. For sure. Um, basically, that's it. And uh, always kiss at the end. That's his rule. Where's Otis? Where's Otis for the... That one doesn't involve him. Yeah. yeah those kisses guy. are just for me and Christian. Otis is always just trying to kiss people. And we don't want his kisses. No, we say stop kissing me, well, Otis. Why not? By it's way, Otis. Stop kissing us. Otis stickers are for sale on our shop at icbtb.com. Yeah, check it out on the website. Uh, Matt, tell us about your, sh- uh, your show. Where can people find you? Where can people see you? Yeah, so my show is Millennials Drink. You can find on Instagram uh, as Millennials Drink, which will have a link to my YouTube which is also Millennials Drink. Oh nice. Um, nice. All straightforward. Absolutely. And if you have any ideas or wines that you'd like to share with me or have me share with the world, I'd love to do it. Millennialsdrink at gmail.com. Have you done Snoop Dogg's wine yet? I have tried it. I have not done it on the show. Would you want to do a head-to-head of Snoop Dogg's wine against like Charles Woodson's wine? Absolutely. I'd love to drink Charles Woodson's wine. There we go. <laughs> cool. Hell yeah. Um, check him out, baddies, because it's a, it's a great show, um, and I'm really excited for what's to come with it. You could do, like, The Rock's tequila versus George Clooney's tequila. You could do... Absolutely. I love tequila. Hey, you could do... Brian like, Cranston's and Aaron Paul's tequila. Oh, I didn't know they had one. Yeah, uh, Dos Hombres. They have Dos their own hombres. line of tequila. You could do, like, Stone Cold Steve Austin's beer and... His beer is good. Sammy Hagar's Cava Wabo there you tequila. Go. There you go. Crazy that all these like celebrities just mm-hmm. eventually you gotta spend the money when you, you, when you get, get some off rose, cocaine, some Hampton you waters, the money by Bon Jovi, mm-hmm. rose action. Hampton waters Hampton is something waters. that I would never want to put in my mouth. That is uh, his rose. That he, sounds like uh, syphilis on, on the beach. It, how is um, Ryan Reynolds? Uh, gin, gin, yeah, making out like a bandit. I it's mean, pretty it's good. good. It's, it's good. It's, I think it's, it's what a I like American about gin. There's not a lot of juniper, and flavor to it. So it's it's a it's a very, it's a very smooth, bland gin, so you can add yeah. whatever flavor you want to. It's ah. a very clear, clean American style gin, as opposed to like a Icelandic gin or or Dutch a, gin, a Geneva. Yep, or a botanist gin, which is very fragrant and floral. Botanist. Oh mm-hmm. man, I see. I don't know anything about gin. this. Is this is why I need your show bartending school here? Mm-hmm. Well, we'll, we'll Both you, you guys know. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah. I. 
I'm interested. Please teach me how to like make certain drinks so that I could uh, eventually do it at a party and feel cool. Just looking at us, who do you think is a better bartender? Oh, oh, that's hard, dude. I can't. I mean, I can't just do that from looks. I mean, I think you could, but that's all right. I think you could. Who do you think is a better bartender? Matt, cut the show. Shut the shit off. Turn, turn this the fuck <laughs> thank off. Thank you so much. I'd like to thank my mother, uh, Heidi. Follow us on ICBTV uh, podcast. <laughs> yep. Bye, y'all. Bye. Cheers.